Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils. I'm your host, Peter Kay, and today we're going to be speaking about money. So we're going to be speaking about financial planning, money management, debt, you name it, we're going to be speaking about it on today's show. I feel like this topic is very relevant to what we have been facing in recent months. No one was expecting this pandemic to, one, happen in the first place, two, to go on for such an extended period of time. And I know that for a lot of people, financially, this has been a struggle it's been very difficult especially for those who don't necessarily fall in a bracket where they can receive um help from the government or even the help they receive is very limited so for a lot of people that weren't prepared for this crisis that didn't have um savings or reserves or some sort of money that they can rely on it has really been a wake-up call to see that it is so important whenever we've heard this saying you know you should save for a rainy day you should be prepared for anything this time has shown exactly why it is so important to have a financial plan, to be in charge of your finances, to know, you know, your income, your expenses and all sorts, which we will be speaking about later on. So the first thing I wanted to touch on was the pandemic. You know, none of us was expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Um, At the time I was working full time. I was in a stage where I knew I wanted to um, transition into something else. And things were just not really going in the direction that I wanted it to. But I reached a point where I was like, you know what? It's now whenever I need to get out of here. (laughs) I need to leave the industry that I'm in. And making that decision was not something that I took lightly, but it's something that I knew I needed to do because it was really just the time, if you know what I mean. So um, I resigned from my job. It's funny because I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but we're going to speak about it anyway. So I resigned from my job. And this was before the lockdown actually happened. And I remember it was probably a week or two after I'd handed in my notice that we went into lockdown in London, if you're listening, because I know that people listen from different countries. So yeah, so it was about two weeks after I handed in my notice, we were in lockdown. And to be honest, was I feeling like, oh my gosh, because before I'd handed in my notice, just to backtrack a little bit, of course I was applying for jobs, and there were a few opportunities that had kind of popped up here and there, but due to the COVID-19, everything's pretty much on hold, because it would have been roles that were field-based. But um, going back to my point, it's like at that time I was thinking, hmm, okay, was this really the right time? To be honest, like I said, this was before the lockdown, and even the way that the virus was being spoken about in the media, it wasn't it wasn't being portrayed in a way that, oh my gosh, you know, it's gonna get worse, we're gonna have to go into lockdown at some point. That didn't even cross my mind. And I remember so many people were saying, especially at work, you know, um, we, we could be going into lockdown. And I was just thinking, oh, you people are just paranoid. There ain't gonna be no lockdown. I think because I've never experienced anything like that in my lifetime, nor heard of anything like that, I just couldn't imagine or foresee it actually happening. And when it did, it was like, wow, okay. So um, yeah, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> so of course, being in lockdown, that means that you know finding a new job is gonna be even more challenging. But to be honest, I wasn't worried. I had peace. And why was I, you know, not worried about the situation? Because one, I have my financial plan. So I don't need to worry about, you know, oh my gosh, how are we going to manage? Because even before making that decision, I had thought about all the options. I'd prayed about it. I had really explored all my options. And I knew that even with not having my job, with my husband working, with what he's earning, our expenses, our income, and all this kind of stuff, 
we would be fine. So I'd already thought about that. I didn't just make an impulsive decision. Um, and it was funny because a lot of people had to me, oh my gosh, you know, it's going to be so hard for you to find a job now. Um, maybe you should just, you know, stay a bit longer. But I knew for myself, it was time for me to leave. I was in a stage where I was really not happy at all in my job. I dreaded, like, dreaded going to work, honestly. And it was just so draining. And my work-life balance was just so off. And it was very difficult for me to... Like, I'm the kind of person that... I really, you know, I take pride in my work. When I do something, I want to know that I'm giving my best because I feel like my work represents me. So I don't take it very lightly. And it was just at that stage where I just knew that, you know what, it's time to go. Like, I'm seeing the person that I'm becoming and I don't want to be that person complaining, you know, just, you know, forcing, like literally forcing myself to do things, you know, pushing myself because I just genuinely didn't want to be there and I knew that now it was just the time for me to move on and it wasn't an easy decision it wasn't something that I took lightly but I knew it was best for my well-being and in hindsight I don't regret it I really knew that it was the right time because me leaving that job really opened up different opportunities and it allowed me to kind of refocus and think about what do I want where do I want to be and really just taking the steps to get there but I think I will do another podcast about, you know, that journey, you know, leaving my job in a, in the midst of a crisis. If you guys are interested, do let me know and I can speak about that another time. But like I said, like this coronavirus really took a lot of people by surprise and they were not expecting it. Of course, at the beginning of this year, new decade, new year, we all had our plans. I'm going to do this. People are planning their holidays, had booked holidays, weddings were booked, you know, celebrations were booked and all of that had to be on hold and we were not expecting it and going back to you know the financial side of things there's a lot of people that did not have even one pound in a savings account and as you know a lot of people have been furloughed i know that some industries are transitioning back into going back to work but even so not all um, companies and workplaces are set up in a way that you can social distance so it will take a little bit longer for people to be able to resume going back to work and if you are in a situation where maybe you're on furlough and as you know furlough is 80 percent and i know that 80 percent gets taxed if you're in a position where your income and your expenses were very closely linked and that even after paying your bills you'd only have a small amount of money left over in this case and imagine being on furlough you have less income the the bills are not going down the bills aren't on hold the bills are not in lockdown or quarantine the bills are still you know they're coming out those direct debits those standing orders are still there and you know if your income has dropped but your expenses are still the same you're going to end up in a stage where you're in minus and i know that this pandemic for a lot of people unfortunately will lead to them developing debts and i think one of the dangers is especially when you don't have any savings any reserves anything that you can you know depend on or go to when we are faced with situations like this this is one thing that i've learned and i'm so grateful that this has happened when it has because if this had happened a year ago we would not have been prepared for it financially um we were both you know we were earning good money but we were not um we didn't have a financial plan like we have now and i'm so grateful of course you know this has not been good but one thing i've learned is that you have to always see the good in every situation even if it's a, a tiny one percent look for that one percent and you know hold on to that 
but like the point I'm trying to make is that I was prepared you know um and that's very important you need to be prepared life is unpredictable you know you don't always know what's going to happen we have our plan some of us we have our five-year plan some of us even have a 10-year plan but you just don't know what could happen and that is why it's very important for you to be in charge of your finances you cannot be next we're speaking about spending habits let's talk about it for a lot of people they have very impulsive spending habits they see something is cute and they think okay i'm just gonna buy it and especially the danger as well in this lockdown where you're at home especially if you're still working at home you're on the internet a lot you're seeing all these ads you're on instagram you're seeing these cute outfits you know and people are always tagging where they got it from and they're like oh this is cute oh my gosh it's on sale let me get it but then you need to think it's not just i think one of the dangers as well is that you know i have the money i can buy it no you may have the money and you can buy it but you have to think of your financial plan this is why you need to have one you know this is something that i've only kind of been working on i'd say the past nine months or so but i understood that you know what i need to know where i'm going financially i need to be you know i've always known what i've wanted but i've not really had the discipline and this is the key you need to have discipline you need to plan just like you plan anything else when you're going on holiday you plan where you're going to stay you plan the activities that you want to do you start thinking about how much money you need to bring with you you need to do the same with your finances monthly you need to know okay these are the bills that are coming out these are the things i might i'm planning plan your spends that is one thing i do every month i think to myself especially coming towards the end of the month you know what things will i need next month is there anything that i need to buy Mm, not really is there anything i I always start with my needs first is there anything that i need to buy most times to be honest the answer is no um (laughs) then there's is there anything that i want um to buy within that month and then i go to my wants and then when i go to the wants i think okay hmm, can i afford it you know me buying this thing is it going to set me back in our monthly budget or is it something that if i buy it it's not it doesn't really matter so i always kind of ask myself those questions and one thing that we do as well me and my husband is that if he's planning on buying something and it's a significant amount of money we'll discuss it he'll say okay i want to buy this thing it's kind of like we present a case to each other which is quite funny but it's so important to have that communication and to be on the same page because as you know finances is an area that a lot of people have clashes and problems with a lot of families have been destroyed because of poor money management because of debt you know because of the constant struggle lying about finances you know there's so many different aspects which we're not going to get into today but yeah, going back to spending habits, um, if you are someone that you are an impulsive buyer, you need to check that. You know, it's not always about because you have the money in your account, you should buy it. You have to think, do I actually need that? Sometimes you're buying shoes and you don't even have no space to put the shoes. Or you're buying makeup and you don't even have space to put that makeup. So you have to think, you know, do I really need this right now? You may want it, but do you really need it right now? Can you really afford it? And affordability is not just about what's in your bank account. You have to think about the bigger picture. Perhaps you can afford it based on having that money in your account, but you still have debts that you need to pay. It's all about getting your priorities in order. One thing that I'm very happy about is that I don't have any debts. I don't have student loan. I don't owe nobody nothing, thank God. And this gives me such freedom with my finances because um, when I get money, I don't need to worry about, oh my gosh, I need to pay this person or, you know, there isn't that constant worry. And I know that there's a program that I really like to watch 
I don't know if there's any new series. I watch it on YouTube and I've practically watched them all. It's called Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. Check it out. This is not an ad, this is not endorsed, but guys, if you wanna sponsor me, feel free, hit me up. Um, but yeah, it's such an interesting program. It's set in the UK and it's basically about um, debt collectors. So they're in, what's, what's the proper term? Finance Enforcement Office or something along those lines. But essentially what they do is they go to um, people that have fallen behind on their debts, they haven't been paying, um, and they, they've now been presented with a county court judgment? No, high court, ju high court writ. I think it is so they basically they can go to that person's business property and take goods to um, cover the cost of the debt or the person has to pay it so yeah that's why it's called can't pay we'll take it away and it's so interesting to see there's so many people that have fallen behind not necessarily fallen behind they have not paid their rent and sometimes you look at the person's house they have all these um, really nice things new even new but they haven't paid their debts and it's like it's just about having your priorities in order and seeing the importance of having good credit you know sometimes especially when you're young you don't think about the future you think about <laughs> sorry you think about the here and now you think about what you want right now not realizing that those decisions are going to affect you in the future and if you are someone that has a lot of debt you need to create a financial plan <laughs> Sorry guys, I keep coughing. Don't have corona. But yeah, you need to um, create a financial plan which allows you to not only pay your debts but also to live as well. And if you're in a situation where your income is a lot less than your expenses, you need to think, what can I do to change this? It's either you need to, also what's really good to do as well, doing a deep clean of your expenses so looking through your direct debits your standing orders what are the things that you're paying for that maybe you don't necessarily use the services um for example gym gyms are closed but perhaps your gym has not frozen your direct debit so you're still being charged for it even though you're not going to the gym so checking through your direct debits your standing orders is very very important for you to see you know where you can save money where you may um be able to get a better deal on things so always reviewing you know what you are paying and showing you're paying the right amount because perhaps when you took something out you were meant to be paying 20 pounds a month but then you find you're being charged 50. so checking all of those things and really knowing where your money is going that is one of the key things. You need to know where your money is going. If you don't know where your money is going, that's a problem because you're going to find yourself getting into debt. You're going to find yourself always needing to rely on an overdraft or credit cards or always need to be asking family members for money. So it's important for you to, one, have a financial plan. Um, how do you create one? It's very simple. Um, this is what I've done. This is my opinion. I've not studied um, finances specifically. Well, I did do business management um, for a short period of time, but um, this is just things that I've learned from, you know, what I was doing before. Um, as a, a manager in a company that I was working in, finances was a part of the job, so I've kind of, I do like numbers as well, so yeah. Anyways, that's just a bit of my background. But what I would say that one of the first things you need to do when creating your financial plan is knowing where do you want your financial life to be? You know, what is your ultimate goal? Where do you see yourself being? And creating a plan which allows you to, one, um, pay your bills without stress and anxiety and worry and, you know, fear. And two, allows you to be able to put money aside to save, to invest in the things that you want to do, and to just have money to look after yourself. So, you know, knowing your income is very important. 
income after your taxes. Um, knowing your income after your expenses is very important because perhaps your income is very good, but your expenses is very high. And it's, you know, once you remove your expenses, you don't have a lot of money left over. So looking into that as well. And if you find that you are on a low income, perhaps looking at ways that you can upskill yourself so that you can secure a job that's gonna pay you a lot more. You know, when I started out working, what I was earning, um, for my age it was good I started working when I was 16 so I was in my first year of college and it was mainly just kind of a part-time things so I'd have my own money because I've always wanted to be independent and um, what I was earning at the time for my age was very good I was getting maybe like I can't remember exactly but around a thousand a month or around that figure for me at 16 that was a lot of money and um, I wasn't responsible, I became a very impulsive buyer. It's funny because when I was younger, a lot younger, let's say um, nine, 10, even eight, I was very good with money. Whenever I'd get money, I'd save it. You know, I'd even lend my sister, if you're listening to this, I'd even lend her money. And it's funny because a few years back, I found like a paper that I'd written and got her to sign. <laughs> it's crazy, but I had such good money management skills at such a young age, but as I got older, that just went out the window. You know, the impulse buyer nature kicked in and I was just spending, oh yeah, this is cute. Oh, I wanna go to this restaurant, I wanna go to this place. So I was spending, spending, I was going from paycheck to paycheck and that is no way to live. And unfortunately, a lot of us are living in that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. And you have to think, especially in a situation like this now, and that's why I say, we have to see the good in everything this situation has taught us the importance of having money for a rainy day because this corona has really been a rainy day and even to think that we are technically still in this lockdown we don't know when it's officially going to be lifted of course there's the plan but things can change things can be altered so it's really important to um to know where you're going to know where your money's going like i said so in terms of like starting a financial plan so as i said knowing what your income is knowing what your expenses are looking through your expenses and seeing what things am i not using perhaps you're paying for products and services that you're really not using or maybe you can find something that is just as good as what you're paying for for a cheaper price so doing that as well um seeing maybe where you're being overcharged that's another thing as well that you can um, alter. If you do have debt, speaking to you know debt advisors, there's a lot of free information that you can access online. There's Citizens Advice Bureau, I believe they have um, information on debt as well. Using the internet, guys, there's so many tools. You know, speaking with um, the debt management agencies that you're liaising with, if your circumstances have changed, explaining that, do you know what, I was paying X amount, but I cannot afford to pay that anymore. If you can afford to, you know, paying a bit extra on your debt so that you can pay that off, seeing if there's a settlement amount that you can pay, that will, they, they will allow you to just clear that debt off because it's very difficult for you to plan and to have these goals if you've got a lot of debt that you need to tackle. So thinking about those things as well. Um, so yeah, so we've spoken about spending habits. If you are a shopaholic, guys you need to get that in check not everything that is on sale you need and also we do have those at the bargain hunters you know they're always looking before buying they check four or five different places to see what the prices are which is not a bad thing but even sometimes as a bargain hunter you can become a shopaholic because even though you're buying things and it's at a cheaper price you end up buying so many things that it adds up and it still becomes a loss in a sense so really just taking control of your spending habits and understanding that at the end of the day it is your money it is your life and your decisions are going to affect your finances directly um also you have those that are frugal they buy what they need and that's it <laughs> i've 
I wouldn't say I'm frugal, but I've become more frugal more recently. And I'm quite happy about that because it allows me to have greater control over my finances. I don't need to worry about, oh my gosh, you know, what am I gonna do? I check our account on a regular basis. Um, weekly, I kind of look at what we spent. I try to set like a weekly budget as well of what we want to spend within that week because bills are separate. That's always going to come out. But what do we want to spend within that week? What's the maximum? And what I like to do is just review that and see, okay, yeah, we went over budget by such and such amount. So maybe we need to alter next week's budget. Maybe the budget we set wasn't realistic or perhaps we were just, you know, being impulsive in our spending habits. Um, so yeah, thinking about that as well. And the last thing that I would say is educating yourself. I don't want this podcast to be long and it's already past the 20 minute mark. But yeah, educate yourself. Ignorance is not cute. We are in a time where there is so much free information. There is really no excuse to be ignorant about your finances anymore. Even if you were not taught by your parents or those that looked after you about this, this is going to affect your life directly. And sometimes they didn't teach you because they didn't know themselves. So don't be lazy with this. Educate yourself on your finances. Educate yourself on, you know, income, expenses, saving, you know, picking the right um, savings account for you um exploring options pensions there's so many different things which if you guys really like this podcast and you find it helpful i will discuss these things further as i said i am not professionally trained in this area but i just think it's very important for us to educate ourselves and know where we're going financially because if you don't you're just going to find yourself seeping into a big pool of debt and being in debt is not great it's there's so many feelings that comes into that there's the worry, there's the shame of it, there's, you know, the constant anxiety about how are you going to pay this, how are you going to pay that, and even, imagine a lot of people, they get paid, but then all the direct debits, take the money out, and then they're already in minus within a few days, so it's just so important for you to create your financial plan. If you have any questions, if you need a bit more help in this area, guys, feel free to drop me an email at thepearlsandperils at gmail.com. If there's any topics that you'd like me to cover, feel free, email me on that as well. You can also connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram is pkg underscore 995. So I'm pretty much going to wrap up with that. And my last point for today, guys, is just because you have the money in your account doesn't mean you should spend it. And also do not treat your savings account like a current account. Because for a lot of people, that's what they do. They see something nice, they don't have enough money in the current account, so what do they do? They transfer, oh, let me just transfer 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 100 pounds. And before you realize that your savings account is, (laughs) yeah, it's dried up. So yeah, don't do that guys. Have a plan, have a goal, be disciplined. Discipline is the key. It's not easy, but we can all do it. God has given us the power of free will. We are we have the power to control ourselves, to control our urges. Of course, it's not easy, especially when you see something and it's really nice and you really want it. And it's funny because you have even like thinking about marketing and ads. You go on a website, you've seen something, you've had a look at it, you put it in your basket, you didn't buy it. But then what happens? You go on Instagram and then the ad is exactly <laughs> that thing that you saw so then the idea of buying that thing is there so you have to resist those urges especially if you know that right now you're not in a position to be spending that way and even if you do have the money 
rich people are rich not only because they have businesses and investments because they money they know how to manage their money they see their money as an investment so if they want to buy something it could even be something super expensive it's an investment to them it's investment in themselves and you know what they want but they can know that they can afford to make those decisions so see your money as an investment wherever you're buying if you're buying from a business if you're buying even if it's just a coffee that's an investment you're investing your money into that company so always think about whether you want to make that investment or not have a great day guys and i'll be back with you next week thursday make sure guys you share this podcast if you found it helpful um be sure to follow me on soundcloud if you're listening from soundcloud head over to my blog as well and subscribe there so that you can keep up to date with all my blogs podcasts recipes and all the things that pk is doing but yeah um, my website is pearlsandperils.com and yeah as i said guys have a great day and i will be back with you next thursday